0: Thanks for listening to the Community Bible Church Sermon Podcast. Pastor Dan Strutz here. Our desire is to connect people with Christ and community. For more info or to contact us, please visit cbcmountainlake.com. Good morning. It's good to be with you here this morning. Uh, Pastor Dan and, and his family are over in Wisconsin. Enjoying uh, Christmas season, as, as was what I was just talking about, and uh, so I will be uh, bringing you the message here this morning. Dan sent a text saying he's praying for us, so his heart is is with us here, and for that we are grateful. I'm going to talk about the verse section that David read about here a little bit ago, but first I want to talk tell a little story. Several years ago, my grain dryer wouldn't work. And up on the screen here is my dryer. And I tried so hard to make it work. I could not make it work. A few things you should know about this dryer. That's me going up the steps. And there's a platform up there. That is the motor. This is an old-fashioned thing. And that box there is the electrical spot. Now, there's wires and stuff down here, but that's the place where the thing didn't work. So I did what we normally would do, call somebody who we think knows what's going on, and I called an electrician. So he and I shimmied up the ladder, as you see there, and stood on the platform. We were on the back side of the platform, and the electrician dug out his trusty screwdriver, looked something like this, and grabbed it, and was starting and digging around in that box. We were looking for something that was loose or broken or something. I didn't know what we were looking for. And as he was digging there, all of a sudden, <coughs> he hit a hot spot. Ooh, the scared the daylights ought to be. I thought, the electrician should really know what he's doing up there. And, uh, wow, we could have gotten juiced. The first thing that struck me is how am I going to get a 6-foot, 280-pound electrician, and he may have been bigger than that, down from that platform up there, down to the ground if he got if he got electrocuted or if he gets electrocuted. I wasn't so concerned about anything else, but how do I get him down? Well, fortunately, he knew what he was doing. He was hanging on this plastic end, and you can do that and touch pretty hot stuff and not get electrocuted. And his response was, oops, and he continued to work, and uh, ultimately the uh, dryer got fixed and it worked. Well, I'm not here this morning to talk to you about electricity per se, but I would like to talk about power and what it represents. I'm going to focus on uh, Ephesians 3 and the verses that were read earlier. The first thing I want to focus on today, and I'm going to have a couple of points here, And the first one I want to have is that we need to be focused on God's power, Jesus' power. I have here electrical cords and all kinds of tools for electrical activities here. This green cord is plugged into the back. And it's plugged into the area by the cross. And so I say that cord is plugged into the cross. People today are looking for something to be plugged into. They're looking for a purpose in life. And as you look around you and you look at people and what are they doing and where are they going and what's happening, they're trying to plug into something. So I have here a light. It has a bulb in it. It should work. People are plugging into anything. I have a potato here. It's it's symbolizing anything. If I plug this in here, nothing. Why? There's no power there. Today, and I want to make that analogy today. That people are plugging into what is really nothings. So, what are these nothings? They're things that aren't important. Well, some of them are like riches. Some of them are being macho. Some of them are athletics, footballs, teams. Our, our identities and our support of our team, our jobs, our status, or clubs. And then there's something that is, is affecting Mountain Lake even more, I think. And that's that we're plugged into alcohol, drugs, and the bar scene. And there are many people that we're connecting with and we're finding who decided they're going to plug into that. Well, I'm, I have in my toolbox... The strippers, I can take this plug and cut this out of here from this potato, cut the end off and put a new end in. I've got an end here. I can put a real end in and plug it into the real power, which is Jesus. We're not going to do do that right now. We need to be plugged in to Jesus. And I'm talking about us in this group here today. That at some point in our life, we need to make a concerted decision to get plugged into Jesus. Revive Minnesota, which is an organization that has come here to Mountain Lake several times, and Pastor Josh and Pastor Josh uh, Edwards spoke to us at the uh, Harvest Fest, and he mentioned and talked about us about how we go out as, as groups and teams. Revive Minnesota encourages us to go out in twos and fours. And just to meet people and say, can we pray with you? And if that leads further, then we can go and say, hey, do you know the Jesus that that has the power? The first time they were here, several of us, and I went out with Jerry, went up to different places. And we went to Odin. And we knocked on the, I didn't have to knock on the door of a a truck. There was a truck sitting with the window open. So he went over and said to the man, hey, can we pray for you? Is there something we can pray for? And in the conversation, it turns out the man was from Iowa. We'll never ever see him again, more than likely. He said, oh, I, I know who God is. I'm, I'm, I'm connected to him. And I said, well, you know, what's your church connection? What's your, your uh, theological connection and whatever? Well, we really don't have time. We have boating and golfing and fishing and you know, the the TV scene and all that, there's no time. Well, it's very clear that there's really no outward demonstration of being plugged into Jesus. We have the tools to tell people about how to get plugged in. The Renew uh, Minnesota group gives out a Bible, and there's some of these around here in this church. And also, if you were here, when uh, Josh gave his sermon several weeks ago, they handed out a little band little band like this that's, that's put on your, your arm, and on that band, it's color-coded, and it has verses on it, Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, Romans 5.8. I bet most of you know those, but probably not all. Anyway, we have this Bible that we can go out with as, as we talk to people, and it's got five tabs that, that relate to the message. The first tab is very simple. It says, for all of sin, and come short of the glory of God. And that's one of the things you can talk to people as as we minister to them, give them that word of, of encouragement. The second thing says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. A third thing, a third tab, said, God demonstrated his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And there's a fourth For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it's a gift of God, not a result of works that anyone can boast. And then lastly is the the verse that uh, gives salvation. If you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For the heart a person believes, resulting in the righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. That's a tool that can be used to tell others about the Jesus who all of us need to make in our heart and as I think of that I'm thinking that wouldn't 2019 be a great time for everybody in this room to be 100% sure that they know this Jesus then I want to take it from Community Bible from this group out into the community of Mountain Lake John 8.12 says I am the light of the world whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but will have the light of life during this Christmas season, there's been a lot of talk about light. Now, on on uh, Monday night at Christmas Eve service, those of you that were here, got a candle. Pastor Dan had the beginning candle, and he lit a candle, and pretty soon everybody lit their candles. And when all the candles were lit, it was quite a light. That's the way it is with Jesus. Jesus is a light, and he's walking in the darkness, and he says, follow me. Whoever follows me won't be dark. So, the encouragement is, why not grab a hold of Jesus, walk with him, and have light. You will always have light. Matthew 5.14 goes on to say, you are the light of the world. If I'm following Jesus, and I'm plugged into Jesus, so like the current over here in the back, then we'll have light. There will always be light. This Christmas season, the shepherds the wise men and others are all related to following the light. The angels. you think they were dark? Probably not. They lit up the skies and, and light draws. It's just like the light in here today. It draws your attention to the frontier. So, we have a bright light to follow and that's Jesus. A verse that I always think about, and that's for anybody here that is burdened today, or some friend that you know. And that's the verse that says, Come unto me, all you that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You can be plugged in. I'm going to plug this other light in. And it's plugged into Jesus. We'll see what it does. That one's plugged in. It's plugged into the real light, to, to the real source of power. My grain bin, up there when we had earlier, had power to it, but it wasn't working right. It wasn't plugged in correctly. Here, I'm plugged in straight to the cross, if you will, and uh, plugged into Jesus. Now, here's the practical part that I want to do for this point. All of you know somebody that's not plugged in. Right? A family member. A relative, a neighbor, a friend, a fellow worker, somebody. Somebody that you've met or that you know. How about getting excited about that and praying for that person? I would encourage you, you take a piece of paper and a pencil or write it in your bulletin or your Bible or your head or wherever you want to write it, and write down the name of that person and say this year and I'll use my guy as I'll call him a John I'm going to pray for him regularly and then look for opportunities to encourage him to walk with you with God so this is a great time to start in 2019 I'm going to ask Abby to come up and sing a song and it relates to being plugged in and then we'll go into another point here in a bit So Abby will be singing a song and then uh, we'll continue. Thank you, Abby. What did that song say? I need you. Do we need him? Absolutely. If you don't have him, this little, this little light's not going to get fired up until I take that thing off and redo it and plug it in the real source of power and that's Jesus. If you're young or you're old, you need to do that. We need to get plugged into Jesus. And if you don't know how, ask Pastor Dan, an elder, or somebody here to get that plugged in. 2019 would be the outstanding way to start that year. This past year, we were visiting a couple. And they were struggling with family issues. I think there were drugs, and alcohol involved. Anger, bitterness, hate. Wasn't a pretty scene. And the man said to me, I can't take it anymore. I can't do it alone. And I thought, yes, you've arrived. You can't do it alone. You need Jesus. Now, that's not going to solve the problems of of your past, you know, the issues that have gotten you this far and into this difficulty. But God can stand with you and help you through them now that you're there. Again, that verse came out. Come unto me, all you that are labor, all you that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Well, in visiting with a person, oh yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a believer. I, I, I took Jesus as my Savior sometime. I mean, I, I got confirmed. I I, I uh, did all the right things. I got baptized and done the whole thing. Been to church. But it didn't really show that he's plugged in. That brings me to the second aspect of our talk here this morning. And that's that we can get power from the Spirit. And that's where I'm going to go to uh, John 12 in a little bit. But first of all, I'm going to talk a little bit about... No, I'm going to go first to uh, Ephesians 4, 3, 14, and 15, and 16. You go to 16. And it says that according to his riches, in verse 16, of his glory that he may grant you the strength that you may to be strengthened with power through the Holy Spirit in your inner being. The Holy Spirit is there for us. And when Paul is preaching this to the Ephesians, he is saying that we have that power. We can be plugged into that power of the Spirit. And that that is significant and important in our life. Now, now, how do we have that power? Or do we have that power? I'd like to have Lynette take the, the, uh, the switch back there and take the lights in the back behind the piano and dim them. Can you do that? You notice how they dim? Okay, turn them back up. Down, up, whatever. You notice that sometimes the, the light is dim or off. And sometimes the power is on or bright. Well, the interesting thing is that the power behind that switch is the same at all times. Jesus is always there. Do we use that power or are we turned on to that power? And that is the question and the challenge that I want to give us today here as well. Turn up the power. I have here a little tester. I don't ever do anything electrical without this little tester. And this little tester will tell me if there's power. So I go over to my light. You hear that? It tells me yes, power. Careful, and you get that screwdriver out there. Make sure you're hanging on the right end. Then I go over here to this one. It's plugged into potato. Nothing, no power. Well, then I'm good to go. I can figure in there with my fingers or whatever. There's no power. We need that power from Jesus. Let me do one other example of that. I have here three batteries. This battery is, is one I use on my drill over here. And the, the, the drill also has a battery tester in it. And some of you know how these work and what for. I use this for putting in electrical boxes and, and things like that on the farm. If I push this button, I don't know if you can see it, but there's little, one little light... This sucker is about dead. I don't know how many screws I'm going to be able to put in before that's dead. But it's dying. It's close to dead. Here's one. Four lights, all lit up. Power, power to the battery. That battery is good to go for maybe all day or a long time. Then I have one here from, this happens to be from, a, from my weed whacker. Also four block, Four lights. And they're supposed to go on. I push the button. Nothing. I can plug it into the charger and it probably will stay nothing. Well, there can be some analogies for that too. Sometimes our battery runs down and needs to be recharged. A lot of times in our life, that when we're plugged into the battery, and we're plugged into the back to the cross there. when we're plugged in, it doesn't have a lot of power in us. We are promised here. It says, according to his riches in glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power. He will do it. i got to plug it in. I have to be connected. There are times when our our cord gets a little frayed. Here, here I got one. I don't know. I think it got too close to the lawnmower. This doesn't have an end anymore. It needs a little attention. While I have the tools here, I could cut the end off and, and fix it and put a new end on and get reconnected. I'm suggesting that in 2019 that we can all con- check our connections with the Holy Spirit and with God. And how can we get a better, a higher charge to be more charged up? I like to be with that battery that's fully charged. How do we get strengthened with this power? Well, continually recharge. Every day. All of you are out in the workforce or in the community all week. And you come back and say, oh, I'm so tired. How many times have my people come and how are you today? Oh, I'm tired. Well, hopefully, this isn't the place you come to get recharged for your sleep. Now I know the pews are soft and all that, but when we come here, the idea is not to catch up on our sleep or rest, but to get refired, recharged from the Holy Spirit, which is, which we read about in in Ephesians, and to have that power to uh, for the week. Now, sometimes we just run down slowly, 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 and have no power. Well, I have here my motorcycle battery charger. And how does that work? I plug this in 24-7, 365 a, a year. Why? Because if I don't plug my motorcycle battery in, and I don't know why, there's a little bit of drain or something, that over... About a two-week period, the battery would go down, down, down. Then I try to start, and after a certain number of days, click, 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 click. You know how that works? But by having it charging every day, I can go there. I can go there. Well, now I've unplugged it for a few days here, so it might be down a little. But it'll start any time. It'll be there. It's there for what we when we need it. So how is that? apply to community bible. Well, we are plugged in, and we say we're plugged into Jesus, most of us, and hopefully that as we come here to Community Bible, through our Bible studies, through prayer, the prayer time, the worship time that we had, the songs, just meeting one another and encouraging one another, that we do some charging up. And that the whole week isn't a down week because we've been here. It's a, be an encouragement that we've been up here and we can see power go into each one of us. Be charged up. God gives power, his power, so that, and I think David mentioned that in verse 17, there's a so that. So that what? So that Christ may dwell in you. If we are powered and on a low power like we had back here a little bit ago, then what is that going to do in the world? Not a lot. And so I'm encouraging us to get our power charged up so that the light is bright like, behind us like it is right now, and that Christ dwells in our hearts every single day. To do what? To be like Him. Like we said earlier, walk with Jesus. Jesus is the light, walk with Him. So if we want Christ to dwell in our hearts, then let's be like him. What did he do? When he was on earth here, served others, cared about him, healed people, worked with the brokenhearted. I want to maintain today that since if you're a believer today and you are plugged into Jesus, that it's more than just being an escape from hell. Well, yes, I, I took Jesus. I'm, I'm, out of, I'm out of that danger. How about being plugged into Jesus and being active in his kingdom, helping others, and letting that spirit flow through us into others. Plugging in gives a sense of purpose. And that's a a concept that we need to, to continually have in our heart. We need to work together to build a kingdom and be part of God's family, and that's what we are as community Bible. It would be exciting and challenging if all community Bible attenders here, were so filled with God's power and spirit that they couldn't wait to get out the door and tell others about that Jesus in some way, shape, or form. Several years ago, and I was just a young boy, that's a long time ago, teenager, in the church in uh, Yale, there was a men's and sons banquet. The man called Bob Ratke, whom some of you probably know of, it, grew up here in this town, I believe, gave the message. The thing that really struck me as a probably a 13-year-old, 14-whatever, he said that, you know, when you go out into the world and talk to people about Jesus, it takes up to 30 or more times of a connection to Jesus before someone will say, hey, I want to follow that Jesus. So, for some people it can be 100, for some it might be, you know, one or two. But will you be that connection this week, this year, to someone to tell them about Jesus on that path to accepting Jesus? Well, Jesus called us to be like Him. And it says, dwell on Him. That Christ may dwell in your hearts. And so then I also think of who else does that entail? Well, the more we go out into our community and having gone out with these uh, people from uh, Renew, the more I find that there are a lot of people who are really hurting. Druggies, the poor, the aliens, the least of these, the depressed, the afflicted, those are the ones Jesus dwelt with. They're the ones that are receptive sometimes to being prayed for and cared about. And being plugged into Jesus and having the Spirit in us gives us the right and the obligation to stand up and to tell those who don't know the real God who the real God is. Well, I don't know if you've learned anything about electricity or or connections of power or so forth, but I want to encourage you this coming year to get that Spirit involved in you. It is there for us. We always say the Holy Spirit will guide Pray in the morning sometime, then God will direct you to someone to minister to. And then let the Holy Spirit go to work. And I guarantee you, maybe not that day, or maybe you won't notice it, you won't know exactly what happened, but you will have opportunities to just be Christ's light to someone. I want to conclude with uh, four little points. And hopefully, you learn something from one of these. Now, just as I mentioned earlier, there was power to the dryer, but it didn't work and it needed to be tweaked. So it is that we all need to be tapped into God's power. For some, first time. For some, it may be a recap, a reconnect, or a refix. The second thing, that we have Jesus as our power source. This potato still hasn't lit this lamp up. You've got to plug into the source. God is the source. That light's still running, and it will run until we shut it off. He's plugged into the real power source. Thirdly, pray for someone that's not connected yet. And I know for a fact that some of you have very close relatives who don't know Jesus. Think about them. Pray about them. Care about them. How about loving them into the kingdom in some way, shape, or form? I was at a house the other day, sitting at the kitchen table and visiting. And uh, all of a sudden there was a knock on the door. And the owner of the house went to the door. And there was some conversation going on. And then when it was over, the owner brought back a little plate of cookies and somebody from our church, who's sitting in the pews right now, brought cookies to the neighbor. How awesome. One little way that we can pray or connect, encourage somebody to come to the kingdom. Then the last thing, fourth thing, is that we need to keep being charged every day. I like this motorcycle charger myself, but sometimes we need a real jump start in that's what these other batteries take. They take a real blast of power, get fired up. Let's turn up the current for 2019 at Community Bible. And as this renewed group comes and talks, and they're coming in April again with people, and we go out and meet people and talk to them, that the idea is to change the community for the Lord. And we can do that by starting with each one of us. So my challenge to you is, what's your part going to be in 2019 and if you haven't made that connection better do it today's the day let's pray Father I confess that sometimes the power and the spirit that you give me has been perhaps disconnected or the switch and the, and the plug is not quite connected correctly and then I'm running on my own I know that for many of us, that's true. But we need your power. As Abby sang that song so well, I need you. Lord, we need you. We need you as our friend. We need you as our spirit. We need you in our life. And so often, we shove you out and try to go on our own. We think, Lord, of those who, that we're praying for. And I'll just give the initials of my friend, D, who says, yes, I know, I need something, but I'm not ready. I pray that there'd be an opportunity to say, now it's time to be ready. You don't have many years. You need to know you. You, We need to share God with them. Thank you that we can be here this morning, and let's pray that you would... uh, Guide each one of us, convict each one of us of an area where we might be your servant, your light, represent your spirit. Thank you. We ask you to bless the rest of the day and all that we do. Amen.